911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. In today's episode, I thought we would talk about how big of a problem it is when people don't uphold their own word. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clint and I hired a complete stranger to come out and install and build corrals for us. It's a big deal because this is something we've been planning for. And there are a lot of other ducks in a row that we need to make sure are aligned. And we planned everything around this install. And this is somebody we found online. His prices, I don't even remember if his prices were posted online at first, but it turned out that the man lived in the city that Clint worked in. And there was a little bit of a communication barrier. So Clint, you decided to just drive over to the man's house and to talk to him one-on-one. Yeah, it was funny the day originally he was supposed to come actually the following day and I was texting him. I'd been trying to get a hold of him for some time and I couldn't get a response. And then out of the blue, he calls me while I'm at work. So I was like, okay, you live in our city. So let me stop by and see, see what's going on. Actually, let me check out the product and see what you have going. And up until that point, though, when you guys were texting back and forth, he had made it known, or at least our interpretation of his text was like, I'm going to come there this weekend and install everything. And then it just so happened to be like the day before he was supposed to come and install. And then it was some big misunderstanding. And turns out that you had to leave a deposit and we didn't actually set up an appointment, even though he gave us a date. And so that was pretty frustrating. But You ended up going there. We gave him a deposit and he prolonged the date on when he was going to come out. This guy says that he makes all of his own corrals. And from the looks of it, you can tell that they are good quality, made in America, custom made. And it's kind of funny. It's incidental because the communication barrier was because he he hardly speaks any English. But that was pretty cool. And... Then that date kept getting pushed out further and further and further. And finally, the man decides to come, I guess, a few days after Christmas. Yeah, it was an early Sunday morning, too. And it just seemed strange, but we weren't going to turn him away just because it was Sunday. We just wanted to make sure we started getting the corrals set up. Yeah, and we still had like four, maybe four inches of snow on the ground The guy shows up and it's just him. And from our house, we live on top of a mountain. I'm looking down at this guy's truck and trailer. Number one, it's this very small Ford. Like there's no way this guy's going to get everything up the driveway with all the snow. And he's carrying a trailer stacked full of 24 foot corral walls and gates. And I, I could just imagine beforehand him just trying to drive up as soon as I saw his truck I told Ashley I go I don't think he's gonna make it up yeah so long story short there Clint went out salted the grounds like did everything he could eventually the truck and trailer both made it up the driveway 
And again, I'm just like, this guy shows up and he's all by himself. Like, there's no way this single man is going to be able to install all of these, especially in the area that we needed it all to be installed. And then he says that the roofing that we ordered, because we're getting it like double gabled. So is that right? Gabled? Yeah. So the roofing on the top, he didn't have it in yet. So he just wanted to pretty much prefab prefab everything up. And then he was going to be able to install the roof when it came. So, of course, like we're not going to let this guy go out there and, and install everything by himself in our yard in the snow. Like it just didn't feel right. So Clint goes out there. It was actually pretty quick. It maybe took you guys 45 minutes to put everything up. Yeah, luckily everything was all ready to go. And after that, he says, okay, well, in two days, I'm going to have everything that you guys need, and then I'll come back and install it. So he just put the corrals. He brought over everything for the roofing, but he didn't install it. So we have like corrals, and we have the roofing, and everything spread sporadically throughout our yard still. And a week later... After being in contact with him, he had said that another man was going to come or his cousins or something. And long story short, they're like, they, they still haven't showed up. And we didn't pay him in full yet. And thank goodness we didn't, although we never, you know, we would never anyways. But it's just so frustrating when you're dealing one on one and especially my mindset when it's like man to man, like act like a man and honor your word. Well, and especially like after he came out the first time, you know, I had a good conversation with him. It was just learning more about his history and who he was. And it was seemed like a very I wanted to develop that rapport to kind of make him feel more like he wanted to come back to make sure. So we didn't have to go through this and worry about him not coming to install the roof. For sure. And I mean, I felt bad. It was so cold that day. And I made sure to make him a warm tea to give to him before his drive home. And, you know, you just try to be as positive and and thinking optimistically. So after he came and then one day turned into two and turned into three, um, finally, we just had to send him like a very direct message. And Clint is such a nice guy. He, I mean, Clint would let it go all year long, and I'm being completely honest. And I had to put my foot down and tell him, like, no, you need to text him and tell him that he gave us his word. He said he was going to be here on this day. He hadn't showed up. When are you coming? And we know where the guy lives. <laughs> like, he also knows you're an officer. Well, so- and, and that's where I don't think for any reason, like, he's trying to screw us over. I think he's just not super reliable. And that's where that frustration comes from of, well, we're on his time and it should be the opposite when you're the consumer. They should somewhat be on your time and time schedule with that. And in a way, I would say it's my fault because I didn't give him an exact date it needed to be done because he gave me a date that it would be done. For sure. And I think when you're spending thousands of dollars that the ball is definitely in your court when it comes to delegation. And with a job like this, we're not going to let some strange man come to our house without there being somebody, especially when he's expecting us to be throwing out check after check every time he comes, you know, payment for service. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, had I known now that he wasn't going to be coming back when he said he was, I wouldn't have paid him the extra money the last time he came. I would have still only given him 
the $1,000 deposit. Um, but live and learn. And now we know for next time. And yeah, so now I just thought we would share that it's a little bit of a stressor for us. Um, so instead of us really dwelling on that, one thing that we're able to do is vent to one another and again, learn from these types of mistakes. And also, I've, I've even noted it, like we would never use him as a reference for other people, which is a shame because he's in a very prime area for a lot of people that we know. And that's too bad in itself. But then we've also been able to shift our focus. And instead of relying on him, we're trying to get all the other facets around what we need to get done completed. Um, Even as simple as having my dad build a 12 by 12 shed to have Mm. all of the hay, you know, stored in and things like that. And, you know, as things change and things always come up in life, I'm, I'm just trying my best to become more and more accepting and understanding of the fact that I can't always gauge the pace of everybody else. And I am definitely at fault for trying to be the one to compare my own pace and my own expectations based on my own performance to that of other people. And I think by doing that, a lot of times we wind up just being upset because of doing that. And I think the older I get, the easier it's becoming for me to just release that. Yeah. And you, you have to work on that with me all the time. And I know you do. And I, I appreciate that because you're a very motivated person that doesn't struggle with much and, and it's different for me. And, and you not dumb it down, but you slow things down a little bit to where I can understand it and then work through it on a, at my own speed. And I think it's important to do that. And and it's important for me to recognize that, especially being a police officer and, and being an FTO in training new officers, they don't know what I know. And it's taking that time and slowing it down just because they're not as proficient as it, as me at something doesn't mean that they're stupid or they just don't want to do it. And that's great that you're able to pause and to identify that because I know that a lot of people, especially older people that I have been around, they don't practice that patience. And in your profession, I mean, we've talked about a lot of different stories where that patience just does not exist. And I think that from a lot of the conversations that we've been having in our Facebook group, a lot of the problems and resentment start to stem around those types of attitudes, those types of disconnect in the relationships. So I think it's really important that you touched on that. Yeah, it's we're seeing it as a like a ongoing story on in so many people's lives. And it's really such an easy fix. It's just being understanding that everyone's not at your standard. But if you want them to be, you can slowly raise them to that level. I love it. Yeah. So to wrap this up, I just wanted to share a little bit with you about what we are going through and some of the things that we've learned to internally focus and work on so that we don't allow those things to set us back or to most importantly dwell on us emotionally because it can be such an emotional way down when you do let an upset like that come in and interfere with your day-to-day. So we hope that you're having an awesome start to your new year and we will talk to you later.